0: Season again, like already. I thought we might have a little more time before we were talking about fights again, but uh, such is life. This is the Stew Pod. I am Mike Oz. And I'm Chris Swick. This is the Yahoo Sports Baseball Podcast. And of course, we are going to talk about the Jordano Ventura Manny Machado fight. Uh, we also have a special guest on the show this week Nick Castel- is Castellanos. Castellanos. Nick Castellanos. Castellanos, right? I mean, I wasn't sure if some people pronounce the L's like that. Some people don't. So, Nick Castellanos from the Detroit Tigers is joining us, um, and uh, we got Bad News Roman with some three strikes. But first, Chris, uh, you had you had a great idea, I think, to, to talk about the uh, suspensions and the fight, so I'm going to let you introduce this and start us off.
1: Well, look, we've got two pretty big things happening this week, the first being the brawl that you already mentioned and teased at the top of the show, and the baseball drafts, which we will know a lot more about when you're listening to this. So I figured the that's very best nice of
0: you to call the draft a big thing. That's, that's yeah, it's that, a big thing. That's nice of you.
1: Well, I, I think it's a big thing. Okay. And so I feel like let's combine the best of both worlds and have our own baseball draft. But we're not going to be drafting the eligible players um, in the in the draft tonight. We'll be drafting which current MLB players we would most like to be on our, our side during a baseball brawl. So we're just. We're just mish-mashing everything this week.
0: We are we are drafting... We are dra- someone, someone suggested to me that we draft, like, tag team partners. So that's essentially what we're doing, right? We're picking, like, who we want as, like, our dude? Who would be our, our right-hand man in a fight, right?
1: Yeah, but I think we could go, like... We could each go three players deep. So we're kind of building our, like... Survivor
0: uh, Series-type team.
1: Yeah, Generation doing. X, I was going to
0: say. Oh, 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 you're stable? You build your stable?
1: Yeah, pretty much. So who gets to so, pick? Well, I'll, I'm going to graciously give you the first pick.
0: All right. Um, I, I may not probably go for the, uh, probably, I don't know, a more likely pick than who I'm going to pick, but I don't know. I just think he's a badass. I'm going with Madison Bumgarner. I think Madison Bungardner is a, is a dude who I would not want to have to fight. He's a big old country strong, you know, dude. And, and that, that picture of him with the axe, I know I go back to this a lot. But that picture of him with the axe really is terrifying. And he hangs out with the guy from Game of Thrones, like, mad bum, number one, all the way.
1: Okay. I'm I'm glad you didn't take my number one pick. Uh, I'm going to go with Mike Napoli of the yeah. Cleveland Indians. I don't know if you've seen Mike Napoli, but he's a big dude. He's an intimidating dude, and he's got a scary beard. And I just feel like nobody wants to mess with Mike Napoli. And, uh... He would do a pretty good job protecting me if we got into a <laughs> to a brawl
0: I feel like he would he would do really well in like especially like a barroom brawl, oh yeah I feel like he's been into one or two of those in his life and I haven't even
1: mentioned i mean clearly he's he's a power hitter, so he's got pop All
0: right, now how are we doing this like is it is it snakes now or is it my turn again?
1: yeah we'll go with you again we'll just we'll just alternate
0: okay my my turn again um Huh, I I feel like this could bite me a little bit because I don't know I don't I don't know how he would be in a fight. I know how he is in in baseball and as a human being. Uh, I'm gonna go with Stanton. Yeah, big okay. dude. You know, power obviously strong. Um, there was that video of him recreating Star Wars by himself, which leads me to believe that he might have some tactical abilities. Uh, you know he might be the one like running the floor playing if if we're all in a big fight so uh, I don't know I mean I could also see him though like kind of not being like oh I've never actually fought somebody I just hit baseballs but I'm willing I'm willing to bet man it's a draft right I mean that's what they do you you bet on you bet on talent and I feel like he has talent
1: all right this is good because I, I really only had two names planned coming into this and now I got both my guys Uh, I'm going to go with Adrian Beltre. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Because we've all seen how he reacts to being touched on the head. Mm -hmm. And so while he, uh, I think overall he's a pretty friendly guy. He never gets, he rarely gets thrown out of any games, and I don't think we've ever really seen him involved in a brawl. But I feel like based on some of his actions, if you were to actually get him mad enough to physically fight, I just feel like he would destroy Pretty much everyone put in front of them, so that's who I'm going with with my second pick.
0: I have uh, I've, I'm deciding between two people for my last pick, two very different people. Okay, I'm gonna tell you who I'm gonna pick, but I have to give an honorable mention to who I was thinking about picking. Or actually, I'll let you pick, and then I'll, I'll come back with an honorable mention. I'm going with Jake Arietta. I think Jake Arietta for one, you know, obviously he's yoked and big old strong dude. Uh, two, I feel like he has the right mentality I feel like Jake Arrieta, um if you if you cross him like will whoop you up and I mean he kind of has like that mindset like like if you if you get in my face like you're in bad news so Jake Arrieta.
1: Did you say yoked yoked like egg yoked have you never heard the term yoked before i don't i mean i I feel like I've heard it, but i'm i'm gonna call you out.
0: I mean, like on he's like buff and ripped.
1: He is pretty buff. It's yeah. those Pilates man.
0: I'm, I'm more amazed you never heard that word before. <laughs> I don't know I, I wonder yeah. if that's a I wonder if that's a regional thing? Like is that a California word because there's a lot of stuff we say out here that other people don't say. I mean, I guess it could be. True. Um I don't know or or it just could be an age thing. I'm not sure.
1: Still, I figured I figured I would draw attention to it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh Number three. So fi- final pick here then.
0: Yeah, this is your last pick, man.
1: Make it make it count. Uh man, I this is tough. Uh I'll just go with Prince Fielder for, for the obvious reasons. Powerful dude. Intimidating. Lot a lot of home runs. You wouldn't want to mess with them. So basically I, I just I've picked past and current rangers. I just want to <laughs> hang out with like uh I don't know the 2014 Rangers. Was Mike Napoli on that team? Because there you go. That's, I, feel like, I
0: feel like he might have been.
1: That's the team I want to roll with in a brawl.
0: I uh, I feel like Prince could be like like what I was saying with Stanton though. Like that's can he yeah. actually fight or is he just like a big dude? But he could just be intimidating enough, you know.
1: That's a good point.
0: I thought of Chris Sale because I thought Chris Chris Sale is not my honorable mention, but I thought of him just because he seems like he's big and mean. But he also seems like he's kind of like fragile, so I, I didn't go with him. Um,
1: well, yeah, he weighs like 120 yeah, pounds. Yeah,
0: my my honorable mention um, was Jose Altuve because I think he's a little he's fast. Scrappy. <laughs> yeah, well, well, you're not going to be able to get him, right? Like, you know, like he's just going to run run circles around you, and and like, I could picture him like doing that thing like they do in cartoons where like he has like a um, a fishing line and just runs around you in a circle and then ties you up and you fall down. Right. I could see him doing that, but. I decided for Jake Arrieta instead. I think Jake Arrieta is a, a good third-round pick. If we were doing a whole draft, maybe I'd go like Altuve in like the seventh round as a sleeper. But see, I I almost
1: I went the complete opposite direction of you, and I was thinking about Chris Young of the Royals. Okay, oh, uh, I, I was going with size six ten. Yeah. I just don't. I've never seen him in a fight, but I, you know, I feel like you want the six ten guy on your team.
0: Do you think Mike Trout would be? Like just a devastating but super unflashy fighter. Like he just like oh yeah we forgot Mike Trout. It can just beat everybody up because
1: yeah probably because I think we we underrate um, the the power that he has because like if you think about some of your favorite home run swings to watch he's never on there because his swing isn't really a home run swing. It's just like short and not all that visually pleasing and I feel like that translates here. Like we we picked power hitters, who have these long, beautiful swings. Trout. I, I wasn't
0: even thinking about anybody's swing, man. I was just thinking of. dudes who I don't know. Some you, other dudes I guess. Out.
1: I guess you. I still don't think of Trout as this elite power guy, even though he hit forty home runs yeah, last yeah, season.
0: Yeah. I see what you're saying there.
1: And he's built like a linebacker. Cool. So same with Puig,
0: really, but I didn't pick him. Yeah, Puig likes minions too much to be involved in. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point think so so on the on I guess sort of a serious note like what did you think of the the uh, results there in in terms of like the suspensions like did you think that was fair uh
1: I guess I, I, I don't know it, it seems kind of weird and arbitrary that Machado got four games and Odor got eight and uh, I don't really know what to make of that or I don't know what MLB is using to make that decision I think the more interesting thing is that Ventura technically only was suspended for one start, Mm -hmm. and uh, I've seen a lot of people say this on Twitter, so it's not really an original opinion, but it definitely, it doesn't really deter pitchers from throwing at guys, right? Because, I mean, throwing in a miss one start, if you suspend pitchers for like three or four starts, some of them might think twice before throwing a 99 mile an hour out uh, fastball at someone's ribs.
0: And it's not like Ventura's all that great of a pitcher, so what's one start? Who cares?
1: That's true. His ERA is like five something. Yeah, yeah. So
0: let's. uh, We we didn't. I will say we did not talk to Nick Castellanos about any of this because uh, it happened. We we talked to him before the brawl. So you're not going to get any brawl questions there, guys. So if you're waiting for him, it's not going to happen. But there are lots of questions about his transformation, or maybe not transformation, because it's more like he finally delivered on the potential, right? I mean, he finally turned into the player that, you know, the Tigers were betting he was going to be. And I mean, speaking of Prince Fielder, you know, that the good connection there because the Tigers traded him and essentially said, OK, Nick Castellanos, you're a starting third baseman now and uh, go go out there and do it. And the first couple of years weren't great for him. But this year he's absolutely killing it.
1: Yeah, and I think, again, to bring up the draft, I think it's more proof that it takes a while for these guys to fully develop into the players we expect them to become.
0: Yeah, so and, and maybe you look at that with you know, when your favorite team calls up a top prospect and they don't deliver right away. Um, which I mean you're seeing right now in, in with the Dodgers, right? Um, it, it, it takes it takes a couple years sometimes for, for the players really to turn into what they're supposed to be. And sometimes they don't, but sometimes they, they really do deliver. So um, we talked about some of that stuff with Nick and uh, some other things. So check it out, it's a good interview. And then we'll uh, link up with Bad News Ramen for some Three Strikes, and then Chris and I will be back after that. This is The Stew Pod. Thanks for hanging with us.
1: Welcome back to The Stew Pod. Chris Wick and Mike Oz here. And today we are joined by Detroit Tigers third baseman. And with the draft happening this week, we should mention former first-round draft pick it's Nick Castellanos. Nick, after a couple of tough years in the majors, you are really dominating this season. Do you feel like you're vindicated now that you're performing as well as everyone had expected when you were coming up?
2: I mean, yeah. Um, I would say I'd say I'm I'm happy that I have a good start, but at the same time, I, I don't feel like I've accomplished anything yet because it's we're only a third of the way through the season, you know, and, and we're still there's still a lot of games left until here in the end, and we have a division to win. So I, I'm I haven't really I'm not really one to just sit and, and dwell on on accomplish accomplishments, I guess that that I've had. Nick,
0: I feel like part of that too is you know you kind of just got thrust into a role. I mean they, you know they they, they traded Prince Fielder, and all of a sudden it was like you know Nick's going to be our full-time guy. How, how did that affect you kind of just, you know, getting getting tossed in there like right away like that?
2: Good. You know, I I like I I wouldn't really have it any other way, you know, and and I think that is is at the time is credit to Mr. Dombrowski because he had the confidence that I could do it. You know, but it was it was difficult for my first 2 years because I had to go from uh, learning how to play the outfield for the two previous seasons to then Again, going back to playing third base in the big leagues, pretty much learning it all over again.
0: You obviously you are doing great now, but like we said, you know, first couple of years weren't, weren't ideal. Um, how do you stay positive when you're going through some rough times like that? Uh,
2: I mean, you just know that success and failure is all temporary. And, you know, yeah. the game doesn't know what your stats are that day.
1: You know, the Tigers have a lot of exceptional hitters in the lineup, Miguel Cabrera, both the Martinez's. Um, have any of those guys been particularly helpful giving you hitting advice?
2: Um, I'd say more the hitting coaches, you know, Wally Joyner and, and Dave Newhand. You know, I've, I've definitely looked and tried to learn as much as I can from the guys you've named, you know, Ian Kinsler as well. Um, but, you know, you have to figure out what's going to work for you because what might work for them is going to work for you and everybody's different. And, you, and I think in order to, to be to to arrive in the big leagues, you have to you have to figure out yourself as a hitter and you can't really copy somebody else.
0: When when you were a teenager, that's when Miggy was playing for the Marlins uh, and you were in Florida, obviously, growing up. Were, were you a fan of his back then?
2: Absolutely, I was at his, I was at the game where he hit his first walk off homer. Nice, his big league so, debut. Yeah.
0: So what's it like now to you know call him a teammate and play with him every day?
2: Uh, he's funny, man. He's he's uh he's so talented and he's such a natural. You know, it it truly is special to be able to watch and and witness the things that he's accomplishing every day.
0: I've read a couple stories about you that talk about your your personality a little more this year and like. I think one of them said you're kind of goofy around your teammates and you're kind of the cheerleader um, in the dugout. Like, like, how is your how is your personality come out this year with your with your teammates?
2: Well, you just you get more comfortable and you start earning a little bit more respect um, from your teammates after you've been doing it for a couple years. Where I feel like when I was a rookie in my second year, I still, you know, had to had to kind of bide my time almost, you know, kind of still feeling your way trying to figure this out trying to just do what you can to stick in the big leagues. Now it's not so much about me trying to stick in the big leagues it's about doing everything I can to to help this team win, you know, and if that's cheering somebody up, if that's, you know, uh being the guy top step in the dugout, trying to bring energy, just trying to bring a positive vibe to the clubhouse every day, you know, that's that's the guy that that I was, you know, in the minor leagues and in and in amateur baseball before I got drafted, so I think now that I'm getting more comfortable, my true personality is starting to shine through a little bit more.
1: All right, so Nick, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but we're trying to look you up on Twitter and Instagram, and it doesn't look like you're you're on social media. Is that the case?
2: No, I have no social media, man.
1: Yeah, what? Why is that? Because I mean, you seem like a friendly enough guy.
2: I don't know. I just kind of don't think it's necessary. You know I, I have all my friends and family in in my contact list in my in my phone. You know I don't know mm-hmm. if, I don't know if that's probably just a different way to look at it, but I've never been one to to kind of just put my life on the internet like that.
0: I, that's fascinating. Obviously, it's a you know there's a lot of people that, that agree with you on that. so um, just, a, just a curious question by us. but we talked about the drafts, so the drafts coming up. Um, what What was it like for you when you when you got the call that you'd been drafted?
2: It was incredible. You know, it was it was probably better for my grandparents than it was for myself because my mom's family is from Michigan and my grandparents were Tigers fans before I was even born. So I think so the fact that they got to listen to their grandson get drafted in the first round by the Tigers was was pretty special for them, you know, and obviously it was a special day for my parents and, and myself because it was it was the start of a new chapter in, in my baseball career.
0: Was there any question for you that you were going to sign, or did, did you seriously consider college, or
2: how did that decision go? I mean, there's always, there's always, uh, there's always, nothing, nothing is for sure, you know. I, I know that I had a, I had a very uh, good scholarship to the University of Miami. You know, my parents held education to a very high standard, you know, so it wasn't, getting a free college education at a school as, as good as the University of Miami was going to have to, Wasn't was it going to take a lot to pass up, you know. So, I mean, it it came down to the last minute, but, you know, we're all very happy with the decision of signing.
1: Uh, You know, Nick, what is, uh, you know, we talked about you not being on social media, which is fine, but um, I feel like a lot of players use that to um, show their personality off to the fans a little bit. So what would be something that Tigers fans maybe don't know about you that you'd like for them to know?
2: I don't know. Uh, I'd probably say just that I'm all, that I'm all, I'm very lighthearted. You know, I try not, I try never to take anything too serious. Uh, I'm very, I'd, I'd say mellow-minded. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm, I'm a pretty loyal and fierce friend, I'd say. Nick, we, we
0: asked uh, people a lot, a lot on, the, on the podcast this question. What are some of your favorite places to eat
2: on the road? Favorite places to eat on the road? I'd say the first place that comes to mind is Hell's Kitchen in Minnesota.
0: All right. What's great Hell's about
2: it? Hell's Kitchen in Minnesota, of uh, everything. It's probably one of the best breakfast places I've ever been to. Uh, they have the spice and sausage that's really good. Their hash brown casserole is amazing. Their lemon ricotta pancakes are Incredible. So every time I'm in Minnesota and we got a night game, you can find me at Hell's Kitchen at some point during the morning.
1: There you go. All right, that's, that's good to know. My sister-in-law lives out there, so next time I'm there, I'm going to Hell's Kitchen. I'll tell them Nick sent me, and will they give me a discount for that, or...
2: Oh uh, no, I'm a, I'm a division rival. They might charge you double. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say maybe maybe I should just lie and say uh, Byron Buxton sent me or something. Uh, there you go, Nick. Really appreciate the time. Uh, you know, congrats on uh, the the numbers you're putting up this season, and thanks for joining us.
2: Yeah, thanks, Nick. No problem, guys. I enjoyed it.
0: on the stew pod it is time for another installment of three strikes with my man he is the rodney o to my joe cooley bad news ramen what's happening
3: man that that's just bad on all levels um nothing much i i'm having a really fun-filled uh day I, right now i'm holding my iron man pez dispenser what do you feel about that
2: i'm, I'm
0: good with that man
3: iron, i mean you can't even man, hear it.
0: Iron man's a great album
3: I'm like, no, 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 no. Iron Man, the Pez dispenser, like Marvel Iron Man.
0: Oh yeah.
3: I'm not. uh now you get. You don't even know what a Pez dispenser is, Dean. I
0: have no idea what you're talking about.
3: You, you used to get like the, you used to get the um, Santa Claus ones in your stockings and stuff and anything?
0: I, I, if, if I could actually be serious with you, I have a Thor um, Pez dispenser in my backpack right now. So. Do you?
3: Dude, is is it yours or is it your kids? It's my kids. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. That sounds good.
0: So I knew what you're saying. All I'm right. just playing. I was just playing off because I like, I like Iron Man. It's a good album.
3: Iron Man is a good album. Yeah, really. Is. And there's a lot of debate between that and Only Built for Cuban Links as being the best Wu Tang album. Iron Man. Yeah, you know, I would probably have to say Iron Man. But don't let some other people hear you say that. You know, you can't have. So you know what it really is? It's not the running to to the Joe Cooley. It's like I'm the Only Built for Cuban Links to your Iron Man. How about that?
0: <laughs> we can't use that every time though. So I got I got to keep my I got to keep my gimmick going.
3: Okay, it's my gimmick. You gotta <laughs> say it three times like like good old Jr. Too.
0: That's my gimmick. That's
3: my gimmick. That's my gimmick. Yeah, it is. Is that what you mean? <laughs> that,
0: thats what I mean. Well, strike one.
3: Uh, strike one. Uh, let's go ahead and get into uh, Mr. Uh, Ventura and Mr. Machado. Um, these are two guys I don't—I don't, I don't like—I don't like either one of them. So it wasn't like I had a rooting interest in, in the fight at all. Um, I, I will—I will err on the side of saying that Machado was justified in what he did. Uh, if you've listened to these past podcasts I usually you know go to the side of the pitcher but I think in this in this case uh Ventura's totally in the wrong and even to the point where I'm supporting a guy like Manny Machado I'm not a huge fan of Manny Machado um I think it's more because like I had him when he was a rookie and like he always got hurt and so I dropped him in my fantasy league and now he's like one of the best third baseman around so I'm kind of partial to that not liking him a uh, couple things i think that were con- uh,
0: i like how you i like how you make your decisions in life already yeah, your fantasy
3: team you gotta bring something to get some, dude. if you want some of my love you know like and don't don't even get me started on tripper jones <laughs> that's a whole other different story right there but oh, yeah. um but the whole thing is is here we go like he you know he's charging the mound like this guy has like hamstring issues like crazy right it's like So that's, like, the first thing I'm thinking of is, like, dude, like, maybe you shouldn't be, you know, charged the mound with your hamstring, especially if you're going to go as deep as you guys did. I mean, everybody saw the fight by now. They're they're on the ground. And then the, the other thing that I saw, too, that I think a lot of people pass over Machado, like literally like grabbed Ventura's arm and, like started like pulling on it, right? Like it was almost kinda like a like a like a choke job where, you know, a guy puts his uh his legs over the guy's neck and pulls on uh, pulls on his arm. So that was kind of crazy unto itself, you know, it's like basically like don't mess with Manny Machado, right, right? Like don't don't even like look Manny Machado's wearers. You're gonna it's gonna go bad really bad fast. The other thing too is that if you're if you're Ventura and you're throwing ninety nine at people and you know you're gonna drill this guy in the back if you're a pitcher, let me give you some advice, right? If if you drill some guy in the back and you're expecting a fight, don't wait for the guy to come and charge you, dude. I mean, like the whole thing is like, you know, you're you know exactly what you're gonna do. If if I, if I was me and I'm and I'm throwing, I mean, this is like life lessons by Bad News Ramen. If I'm throwing at a guy's back, the second that I release that ball, I am I am running straight at that guy, and, and 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 I'm gonna do like a full on like flying elbow to the guy's head so he can't do anything. Then I'm gonna sit on him. Then I'm gonna pound the crap out of him. So. I, ventura is wrong on all accounts for for starting all this stuff but also for like not knowing how to fight so that's my take on it i wasn't jumping and cheering and hollering for it but um you know machado got four games i would give him one game uh ventura again, the nine game suspension is a joke i mean this guy has a history of of throwing at people and you know people are, can kind of like make the assumption like well you want to you know not make the assumption but people are saying like you know if if you want to be like Pedro Martinez, you know you're not doing it the right way. And here's the thing: is like Ventura, you have to have better than a five point ERA to be intimidating. Right now, you're just you're just a joke. It's like you're getting mad at people because they're hitting off of you. Why don't you learn how to pitch? The thing that made. Uh, pedro martinez so effective is this guy had sub sub one eras right and if he threw at someone it meant something you know if randy johnson threw at someone it meant something because these guys had pinpoint control you just suck and if if you don't like the way that people are hitting off you go find something else to do whoa that was the heat i liked it let's strike two strike two is uh what is strike two so i'm losing my train of thought over here oh uh the game of thrones well, I, I had it, dude. I mean, don't don't make me sound like an idiot. You know what? Where's my baseball at, dude? Come, you come, at me, come at me. I'm going through my. i to drill you in the ass with my baseball, um, or with my Iron Man Pez dispenser with the with the sound effects. Um, so pirates, uh, they they have like the Game of Thrones intro, and I think this is a case where uh, a lot of not just you know pirates, but a lot of organizations are trying to jump on the whole like viral train of have something going viral. If I'm an organization. I don't know, maybe it's just me. Maybe my my whole, like, kind of associating myself with a show where a brother and sister get it on and have three kids, and then, uh, like, the uncle, you know the uncle is involved and is like this big time womanizer and uh there's this other faction that like you know stabs uh stabs a pregnant woman in in the stomach and the mom gets gets her you know her throat sliced and stuff maybe maybe that's not the right way to kind of associate yourself with this so i I just don't really get the whole kind of i know what you're trying to do but uh have you watched the show i mean the pirates have you watched the show and would you want to be associated with a show that does that? I, I don't know, like, you know, it, because it's Game of Thrones, like, some of the issues that they're dealing with. Like, I'm a huge fan of Game of Thrones. I've read the books. Uh, I watch the show religiously. Um, but at the same time, it's like, I, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't tell, like, my Little League team going go, like, hey, let's all dress up as Game of Thrones characters, you know? I just don't get it. I, I, I have
0: literally nothing to offer because
3: I've never seen it. So. You've never seen it, so th- yeah. this is com- becoming like a my cause Chris six segment, huh? Yeah. So a- everything that I just told you is like news to you, right? You're like, whoa, what the? I was being, I like, was you
0: listening, man. I was like, spoilers, because I, I intend to watch it at some point. So
3: yeah, well, I, I didn't give too much stuff away, but I mean, the the, the main thing you got you gotta you-, you gotta take away from this whole thing. I thought I'd have more help from this, but since I don't, I gotta save the day once again. Yeah. Uh, any organization. Uh, should look at should watch the show in its entirety before you kind of decide like well let's let's make a let's make a parody of it or not even a parody but like let's emulate this I know it's all in good fun but it's just kind of dumb it's dull it's dull what you're doing right and like if they would have done it probably like three four years ago it would have been hot it would have been fresh but yeah, I don't know there's just two I, I just I just don't get it I, I'd rather have like I mean what what else maybe what, what's next like you can have the Yankees like do like a What's that, Catch and Fire, or whatever that thing is with the with the girl with her bow and arrow with the red hair, with Katniss Everdeen, or something like that?
0: I don't watch enough TV,
3: man. The the, the, the Hunger Games, dude. Oh, there you, you know, go. Yeah, I've never a, seen
0: that Let's either. have
3: a Hungers game intro, right? I've
0: never seen
3: that. What about, I, I mean, I'd rather have, like, what about a Tron intro? You know, <laughs> Tron, Tron was tight way back when. I, I, Anything else? like? What uh, about, like, the, the Warriors, right? Like, do, like, a Warriors, yeah, like, intro? How about Karate Kid? How about Karate Kid? I like Karate Kid. Karate Kid would be good. That would be really good. yeah. Okay, okay. You could have Daniel standing and then, and then you could have Miyagi voice. And, and so you guys could hire me, right? No. First at betting is Poppy. So, you sound big, a little more like Yoda David than Ortiz. Well, I mean it's
0: the <laughs> mic, dude. You know? <laughs> you sound more like Yoda than you do, Mr. Miyagi. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, Yoda, Yoda and Mr. Miyagi have a lot of similarities. If you watch it again, like, you know, Miyagi has a lot of similarities. They both have like kind of big ears. They're both balled up on top. And they both kind of talk in in, in and just disjunctive vernacular. <laughs> oh, the worst thing—the so worst thing about Karate Kid is—is is Karate Kid Three. I mean, if you want to just like sit there and laugh the whole time, Daniel Sand's performance in Karate 3, Kid Three is like the worst acting of all time. It is like it is beyond belief how bad this is. I when Karate Kid Three comes on, I just watch it just to like I love them. just to, like. Watch, watch Daniel Sam like just fumble through his lines and like you know he, and he always dances in every You ever notice he dances in every single movie and cry Kid 3 is probably the worst dancing of all time by Daniel Sam
0: let's move on to strike three
3: let's <laughs> stop Karate Kid three uh, we'll, we'll have to do that another time <laughs> okay so uh I can tell you, you're tired today, and 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 I'm kind of I'm kind of upset at you because you went all the way to San Francisco. Yeah, and you didn't even like call me up, going, "Hey, okay, man, you want to go out?" Coming? I mean, you went all the way to San Francisco. Yep. You you uh, you broke uh you broke Buster Posey's thumb. I
0: did.
3: And then Personally. uh, not yeah, I mean, because he was carrying all those those starter hats and stuff and everything. So you, so your whirlwind tour was <laughs> new era, man. new era. Yeah, you, your your whirlwind tour involved Buster Posey, David Ortiz. And it would have capped off nicely with Bad News Ramen, right? And, and the whole thing is like you could have wrote a story about bad, you know me and Bad News Ramen. Like Bad News Ramen once again proves he's a badass. And you could have wrote a story of that on Big League Stew. And it would have been like the trifecta, right? But instead, not only do you talk to Buster Posey, but then you talk about David Ortiz. And you don't mention once, one time about his kind of Cialis or spinoff, hack-off Viagra commercial. You don't ask that question for me. So I, I just don't I don't understand what we're doing as friends anymore right i'm like you have responsibilities as, as bad news rama's friend
0: the funny thing is as i'm doing the interview i'm thinking i'm like man i know i'm going to hear about it because i didn't i didn't ask this and i was never going to ask it like it was never on the table that i was going to ask it but in my head it went through my head i thought of it and i'm like man he is going to light me up on the podcast because i didn't do this and uh, I, so i will accept it you it is warranted you can you can throw all the shade on me you want but uh it
3: was not it was not going to happen so let, let me let me do this instead because i mean you've you've interviewed one of my heroes in Ric Flair yeah um you've interviewed uh big poppy who's a who's a hero to a lot of people is, is there a difference like cuz i know i'm and i'm not trying to say that when you interview people there's a difference in interviewers but there kind of is i mean is there like a difference when you interview say like uh kind of like a really good say baseball player as compared to like an icon that I think that David Ortiz and when all of a sudden done is going to be.
0: Um, I mean, I guess I feel like when you're interviewing somebody like like David Ortiz, you feel like you gotta kind of get something great out of it. And like I don't know if I don't know if I did, but I feel like with him, like he's just great no matter what. Like he's just a great speaker and you know great personality. So um, you know he 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 definitely carried the interview instead of me. Which thank you, Big Poppy. But um, you know, I don't know. Like I looked at it like I'm probably never gonna, I'm never gonna get like a one-on-one on camera with this guy like ever again. I mean, I'm surprised I got it in the first place. So I mean, you know, you want to make the most of it in that sense. But um, I don't know. I, I, I guess I don't worry so much sometimes about the the person so much as like the situation. You know, like I knew we only had a few minutes to do that, and you know, he was he was in between batting practice and going into the clubhouse, and so I, I'm more concerned with those circumstances than I am necessarily like oh my god it's you know david ortiz he's going to be in the hall of fame if that makes sense
3: well you know hey you, you keep on what you're doing check check this out everybody look, look look at look how good i am you keep on doing what you're doing one day my cuz you too will be in the hall of fame
0: <laughs> thank you for the thank you for the words of support man i appreciate it
3: well i mean you you're down this week dude you're all you're all tired and stuff you know I'm, I'm okay. I'm just, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I bring up you know you bring up Karate Kid. I'm ready. I, I'm ready to get full force in the Karate Kid. Uh, Elizabeth Shue in that bikini is one of the best things I've ever seen in my entire life. So uh, that let's just end, end off with that. Uh, bad news, I mean, Ramen. Thanks for thanks. Yeah,
0: for hanging she, she out. was
3: hot. I mean, she was something. I mean, I was like 12 years old. I'm going like I was going like good. I was I was going I was going I was going bathing suit bathing suit bathing suit. And my sister goes, Why did you say it three times? I said it's my gimmick, son.
0: On the StuPod, Mike Oz and Chris Swick here with you. Thanks to Bad News Ramen. Thanks to Nick Castellanos of the Tigers. Uh, we've reached our important question segment of the show, and uh, we're, I'm actually going to piggyback off something Bad News Ramen talked about. And Chris, it's a post you wrote. He thought that uh, it was it was kind of wholly inappropriate to uh, do a Lord of the Rings thing for the Pirates, just based on all the all the stuff that happens in Lord of the Rings that really is not the kind of stuff you necessarily want to associate your baseball team with. Well, actually,
1: sense. Mike, actually, <laughs> it was Game of Thrones and not Lord of the Rings. Do, did I, I say Lord like, of
0: the Rings? <laughs> yeah,
1: no. if I may nerd it up oh, for you. Jeez. Oh, my losing, God. The nerds are going nerd crazy. I can today. see the comments on yeah. this
0: post right yeah. now. I'm losing some nerd points. <laughs> Jeez. How did you? I know, right? Okay, Game of Thrones, sorry. Um, I've never seen either of them. I, you, uh, what am I going to do? Um, oh. So my question is, Chris, outside of Game of Thrones and, I guess, Lord of the Rings, uh, what what other show would you like to see a baseball team create a, like, lineup video for using slash whatever? Uh, good question. Or a movie. I, I mean, it could be a movie, too.
1: Yeah, I, I feel... Well, we've passed the Harry Potter point, right? But I feel like that could have made sense a couple years ago when those movies were coming out. Uh, okay. uh, same with Hunger Games. I mean, you you kind of have to... In my mind, you have to do a pretty popular franchise and an epic franchise. So, I guess the next, the next one would be Star Wars, right? Yeah, everybody
0: does Star but, Wars something, man. But
1: yeah, I mean, we've kind of seen that with like Star Wars Night and these bobblehead giveaways. Yeah. and that, that gets incorporated enough.
0: Boring. Come on, Chris, give me something good. I, I thought I was giving you good stuff. None, none of those were good. Those were all bad. Um, I, you
1: know what? You know what'd be a cool one? Do you remember the Batman animated series? I've,
0: I've seen a number of them, but
1: yeah, like if you could recreate. So I'm talking about like uh, an animated intro that's kind of in that mold,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like the Batman animated intro. That would be awesome if a team could somehow figure out a way to to incorporate that into their starting lineup because that's like pretty iconic to me. But maybe that's just because I'm a nerd loser who likes Batman you way are, too much. You are a nerd. So, <laughs> so um, I'm going
0: to go. Yeah, with, I'm, I'm going to the cartoon realm though, and I'm going to go with Voltron. I just think it would be cool. All right, well, Voltron's coming back. You know that, right?
1: I didn't know that, and yeah. I was going to say you, you went older than I did there.
0: Yeah, Voltron Voltron's coming back on uh, on Netflix because Netflix brings back everything. Um, I think either this month or next month. I think it might be this month. But uh, well because Voltron has that, that symbolism, man. It has like the, the different pieces, and you know you put them together. And, yeah, baseball.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I, Better I than wish Harry I had, Potter, man. Hey, it, it, that could have been done. Maybe that was it's done. Pro- it probably
0: was ago. done. They just put some nerd glasses on a baseball player, and that was it. I'm sure they did that before.
1: Well, look, I feel like my choice was justified. Then, if it already happened, I'm <laughs> justified. Jeez, Chris.
0: All right. I think we're done here with the StewPod, folks. Uh, Chris, thanks for your time. Uh, although, tell the people what they should always do.
1: You should rate and review us in iTunes. It's not difficult to do. Open up your iTunes app. Type in StewPod under the podcast area. Give us five stars, hopefully. And maybe, you know, write us a little review. Let us know what you think.
0: Yeah, tell us how great we are. That's always what I like to hear. Just
2: right. Just tell me.
0: Just tell me we're good, man. That's all I want to know. Because I think we are. I think we're. I think we're fantastic. So go on there and, and do that for us, and uh, I will. I will appreciate it. I will. If you tweet me and, and tell me that you did that, I will. I will respond to you. How about that? I will respond yep. to your tweet.
1: Feed Mike's ego, and he will respond.
0: <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye bye.